Welcome to the Practice X Factor, the place to be for mastering membership plans for your business. Here, you'll learn exactly how to grow your patient relationships and accelerate your profits without getting stuck on the dental insurance bandwagon. Welcome to another episode of the Practice X Factor. Appreciate you spending some time with us today. Whether you're on your commute or your workout or uh, you're just at home relaxing, um, hopefully doing something enjoyable and able to clear your mind while we share with you a few thoughts um, on this uh, topic that I think is pretty fun and exciting, um, which is you know, what you would ask Warren Buffett if he were going to invest in your practice. And you know, Warren Buffett said a lot of things over the years, um, some controversial, but many that are you know, s very simple yet profound. And so, um, in studying Warren Buffett over the years, I've uh, come up with seven key principles um, that Warren Buffett, who's one of the most successful investors in the world, um, shared about life and business and how you could implement that into your practice. But if you're um, like me and you're a fast action taker, um, you'll probably want to take some notes um, if you're driving or out on a run or something like that. I don't worry, we'll put this in a blog post as well so you have access to that. And you can find that at yourpracticegrowth.com forward slash blog along with some other uh, free valuable tips on growing your practice with a membership plan. So we'll start with number one, okay? Uh, one thing Warren Buffett said as far as earning, um, he said, you should never depend on a single source of income. Now for your practice, uh, specifically where we're talking about membership practices, what we found over the years is that the primary way most practices earn money is by doing procedures, right? Um, crowns, root canals, implants, ortho, whatever it is. Um, or if you're a you know, plastic surgery or cosmetic practice, you know, it might be cosmetic procedures or LASIK or different things like that, right? So your, your main source of income is from procedures you do. But one example of a second source of income that's uh, worked well for us is our membership plan. So with the membership plan, people are prepaying for the treatment for the year and those uh, membership payments, um, either they're paying in full, getting an extra savings, or they're paying monthly. Those payments come in whether we're seeing patients or not. It really be can become a source of a passive income in essence and your patients feel great about it because they're prepaying their treatment so it removes many of the restrictions that they need hey this is tyler williams with pinecrest practice growth thanks for taking a quick break from the podcast i just wanted to share with you an awesome new tool that you can download for just seven bucks for your practice it's called the new patient lead machine and it'll teach you ways to organically attract membership driven patients and excellent new patients and referrals to your practice without having to spend a whole bunch of money on software or marketing agencies that make a bunch of promises to you. You can visit newpatientleadmachine.com or click the links below the podcast to gain access today for just seven bucks. Now back to the episode. So for example, you know, if you're accepting insurance, right, that's post-pay Treatment. So it might take you 30, 60, hopefully not more than 90 days to collect payment. Meanwhile, you've had 
two, four, six, maybe more payroll cycles. Whereas when your patient prepays their membership plan, that's paid up front. So their whole year of recare, for example, is taken care of. Okay, so again, to recap, number one is never depend on a single stream of income. Because um, then if something happens, you're completely out of luck, completely out of cash flow, right? The second one is spending, okay? If you buy what you don't need, then you'll have to sell things when you need money. And this is where a lot of people get into trouble. Um, that can be in your practice, that can be in your personal life. But if you're buying things you don't need, you can really have problems. So this can go for you know anything from equipment to cars, um, supplies, right? Uh, we subscribe to the uh, design ergonomics concept of you know having a one month supply of our dental supplies, for example. That way we're not getting caught up in a sale where we're getting you know six months of some supply that's going to eat up cash flow and also eat up space in the office. But we're also not buying too little of it, so that when we need you know an item, we don't have to pay uh, overnight shipping for it. Because um, if you run into that situation, then you have to sell things you need. Um, one of my favorite uh, games. I'm not a big game person or big board game person, um, but we like to play games with the kids sometimes. Um, it's a great family activity. And so my favorite board game is Monopoly. And it's similar to Monopoly is if you spend your cash too quickly, all of a sudden you have to mortgage your properties and you lose rent on those properties. And Monopoly really is a great teaching game. And um, that's one of the reasons I enjoy playing it. It's not only for me, but also for teaching my kids about money and income and how those kind of things work because it can help set them up for a better future for you know them understanding that you know a job like dentistry which can be very physically involved is great for income but to build wealth and assets you also want to have some passive income and not spend everything that uh, you don't need spend it on everything you don't need so that you have to sell things when you don't want them all right uh, the third concept by warren buffett uh, really piggybacks on this one which is not saving what's left from what's left over, but rather spending uh, what's left after you save. All right, so you wanna save first and spend second. Whether you're new practice owner or experienced practice owner, you probably found that uh, you know, spending and managing your money gets infinitely more complex the more your business grows. So I remember being back in dental school and being very poor and uh, having a negative income essentially you know I did side jobs and some investing and my wife worked in different things so that we didn't have to incur as much debt but overall because of the borrowed money on tuition that was more than the money we were bringing in um, it was a great time of learning and opportunity but also you know I understand what it's like to be on a fixed income and I remember back then thinking that and once I just start getting a positive income, money management is going to be much simpler. But what you find out is, if you haven't already, is that uh, once you start growing a business, your tax returns become more complex, your investing decisions become more complex, your tax bracket can become more complex. And it really goes down to the principle of, you know, you got to manage your money or it's going to manage you. And a principle that I've been very disciplined on 
for you know probably 20 years is making sure that I save money every month and set that money aside for specific goals and now even having multiple types of savings accounts so that it's not just like one emergency savings but you want to have, probably have a savings for vacation and for investing in your practice and an emergency savings and there are you know several types of buckets essentially to save so that you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul so to speak and you know that spending money has helped so many times you know when we've had uh, challenges in the practice or extra expenses at home or healthcare expenses you know being able to borrow from myself has been a much better way than having to go to the bank and you know we had a, a, about eight years ago um, we had the first time ever that the practice had a year where we uh, actually grew less than the year prior and that was a new experience but having that uh, money set aside because I paid myself first uh, really helped a lot and you know when you look at successful companies and successful individuals they always have lots of cash right even Apple you know the you know most the highest worth company on the stock market exchange um, you know they borrow money still but they have lots and lots of cash set aside and that's the reason they're worth so much is that they could essentially you know pay off all of their debt and then some with cash reserves that they have and you know they have a strategy for why and when they borrow money but um, you know they keep plenty of cash on hand because they're paying themselves first and you know Warren Buffett he looks for companies that do the same and one of his mantras is you know buy a company where Buffett says you know he buys stock in businesses that are he says they're so wonderful that an idiot can run them because sooner or later one will to put it in his words and if you think about what he's getting at is not overcomplicating things make things simple it's easy to chase new shiny objects but look at the things in your practice that are tried and true uh, that leads us into the fourth principle which is risk-taking and he says you should never test the depth of a river with both feet in the river and I see so many practices do this and I was guilty of doing this early on where you know someone pitches you some new marketing idea or some new piece of technology or some milling unit in your office and they pitch it to you like that's gonna be the the single thing that drives growth and it's never that simple it's always multifaceted and marketing is becoming more and more complex because someone might find you and say that they looked you up on Google when in fact they drove by saw your building saw that it looked nice um, they looked up some of your reviews on Yelp and then they went to Google to find your phone number and your address and they called that number and so they say yeah I looked you up on Google when in reality there were many things that happened before we find that happens more and more frequently and so you know attributing the proper referral source is very critical to knowing the numbers in your practice but remember that don't put all of your eggs in one basket and don't you know get some new piece of technology or have a rep tell you that by investing in that product or that technology it's going to totally transform your practice right because it all starts with the culture and what you're doing in your office and I believe that we all should be taking risks as business owners because that's the only way to really grow but they have to be calculated risks 
and they can't be risks that will completely wipe you out if they don't work out. Um, they should be risks that you were optimistic about, but not overly optimistic. You have to look at both sides and what the downside is and be comfortable with the downside because many times that's going to happen. All right, the fifth uh, principle from Warren Buffett on uh, you know questions that you would ask him or he would ask if he was going to buy your practice, okay, is the investment. Um, we briefly talked about this a couple minutes ago, but not putting all your eggs in one basket. So if you you know offer um, different types of treatment, okay, it's probably not good to have too many baskets, but it's also not good to have just one basket. So when you're investing, okay, and this might be things outside of your practice, all right, so as far as your earning or your income, you know, you never want a single source of income, but as far as what you're investing in, meaning maybe things for the future, this could be your building, this could be real estate, this could be, you know, stocks, bonds, paper assets, those kind of things, Bitcoin, whatever is, don't take your entire nest egg and put it into Bitcoin because a few people get lucky, but most people get severely hurt or even wiped out. And you don't want to be that type of person that that could happen to. Okay, the sixth principle from Warren Buffett is he talks about honest advice is an expensive gift and not to expect it from cheap people. So today there's so many you know forums, websites, Facebook pages, um, different resources, magazines, whatever for how to run your practice and how to make it effective and profitable and what type of practice you should make and the amount of content is really quite overwhelming and you know I remember the first few years of practice I was you know moving all around the place trying to figure out what was the approach I was going to take and I would hear one piece of advice and it would distract me and then I would start looking at another piece of advice and you know the amount of time that I lost doing that was you know very expensive and time consuming however I learned a lot of lessons from it and in the big picture uh, it was very worthwhile because it taught me that you know there are usually several ways to do the job right just like there is in a clinical procedure in dentistry there are multiple ways to take care of it but the most important thing is to have a system, stick to it, follow through with it, and not get caught up in too many ideas. And as Warren Buffett says, you know, be careful of cheap advice, uh, free advice. You know, a lot of people with good intentions, friends, family members, colleagues, will give you advice on how to run your practice, how to run your life, how to run your finances. But you have to be careful who you're taking advice from because even people with good intentions you know, if they uh, have never run a dental practice or they have never run a, a million plus business, um, you know, they don't know what that's like. And they might hear things or, you know, hear someone who failed or didn't do well and they're trying to help you out. But pay for good advice. You know, I've been part of multiple coaching and mastermind groups over 13 plus years in practice ownership and I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, it's cost probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, but that's some of the best investment you'll spend on yourself. Far more valuable than even, you know, CE courses or new procedures or new equipment because it allows you to lead a team 
and to replicate what you do and to add providers in your office and not think that you know you're the only one who can do certain procedures or that you're so good that no one could ever match what you're doing because the truth is for most things if someone can do it as at least 80% as well as you can that's something that you should delegate and move on to a higher um, and more valuable use of your time so make sure that you're you know spending money on yourself and reinvesting and getting good advice all right our seventh and final principle from Warren Buffett on if you were to buy your practice is to surround yourself with the right people um, he believes that you should surround yourself with people who share your values and your vision which I agree with and he advises uh, quote, it's better to hang out with people better than you. Pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours, and you'll drift in that direction, close quote. So he, he said that he looks for three qualities when he hires someone, integrity, intelligence, and energy. And if they don't have the first, the other two will kill you, is what Buffett says. So it's important that you develop a hiring process. If you don't have one, you can contact us. We have a, a template we'd be happy to send you that goes through our hiring process and you want to stick to it because having a process will filter out the C players and it will filter out most of the B players because the B players are the hardest ones to filter out. And it's not that these are bad people, but they're going to slow you down and not get you to where you want to go. And you don't have that kind of time, right? I mean, as we look at 2023, as of this recording, uh, we're about two months down, which means that, you know, we're more than 10% through 2023, and the clock's ticking, and time is critical, and, you know, I don't have the time, and you don't have time to wait around for things to magically happen. You've got to have people who are go-getters, who want to get the goal, who are ambitious, who share your vision. They're never going to be a, a 10 out of 10 or a 9.5 out of 10 like you are as far as their commitment to the practice. But you should be getting people who are 8s and 9s and not settle for 5s and 6s because those are the ones that just slowly dilute the culture in your office. And believe me, I'm speaking from experience from allowing that for too long. And it caused, you know, uh, some of our years where the growth was stifled and we didn't get to where we wanted to be as fast as we could. Um, a couple great resources on that. There's a book called Who by Jeff Smart. Uh, we've recommended it before in the podcast. Um, I don't have any financial ties to that book, but it's one of the best books on how to hire A players. And if you'd like our uh, dental practice version, I'd be happy to send that to you. But it's easy to try to skirt the process. You know, sometimes when we feel like we need someone our team members get tempted into saying hey can we just hire this person because we really need that position filled but you know we've learned that anytime we do that it just causes problems and someone who maybe initially seems to have some drive it kind of tapers off and they end up not being as strong of a applicant or as a team member as we'd like for them to be so make sure that people jump through some hoops when they apply with you because that's going to show you what they're made of that's going to show you their integrity that's going to show you if they can follow through that's going to show you if they have the mindset of hey i'm going to figure this out and do this and that's the kind of people you want to surround yourself with 
So hopefully these principles have been helpful. Uh, you know, the thing I always think about is what I buy my practice today. So each day when you wake up and you go to work, you got to think, hey, if I were just starting from scratch or if I had a bank loan for, you know, 500000 or $2 million or $4 million, would I buy my practice today? And if the answer is no, then you got to change some things. If the answer is a definite no, then you probably should consider you know, doing something different. That might be selling your practice or bringing in a partner or, you know, selling to a DSO, whatever it is. Um, you know, you've got to find that thing that makes you tick and gets you excited. And, you know, I know that if you uh, take these seven principles to heart, you can really build a membership-driven practice that's about people and about your team members and about your community. And then the profits will follow, but you've got to make it first about the, the value you're giving to your patients and your community and your team and making them a billboard for your growth. So thanks for taking a minute to listen to the podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback on iTunes. As we mentioned before, a lot of times we like to keep these short to the point. I don't think a podcast always has to be two hours long rambling about a whole bunch of things, but we want to give you valuable insight that you can use today, implement in your practice. So get with your uh, management team or your office manager or your team leaders and uh, go out and make it a great week. We'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. For more tools and tips on how to create an X-Factor membership practice, visit yourpracticegrowth.com and subscribe to our free weekly email today.